Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. Following on from last week's sermon, At Your Word, we will commence a seven-part series on the seven letters to the seven churches. They are from the book of the Revelation of Jesus. Jesus is speaking words which God the Father gave him, and the way of doing so is by his Spirit. How Jesus represents himself in those letters is one of the keys to applying correct meaning to the text. So let us remember that it is all about Jesus, and open our eyes and ears to hear what the Spirit is saying. Turn with me to Revelation chapter 2, verse 1. To the angel of the church of Ephesus write, These things says he who holds the seven stars in his right hand, who walks in the midst of the seven golden lampstands. Wow, what a wonderful picture of Jesus and us. He holds the seven stars in his right hand his hand of power and authority. The seven stars represent the messengers of God. In his love he is holding and sustaining with all his might and power. For us to know who he is, what he has done, is doing and will do. He walks amongst the seven golden lampstands. That is his church. That is us his church throughout the ages. Jesus emphasises that he walks amongst us. He is the centre of his church, the founder and head. He is here with us, and by his Spirit speaks to the church in Ephesus at the time of writing and to us today. Let us continue. Verses 2 to 3. I know your works, your labour, your patience, and that you cannot bear those who are evil. And you have tested those who say they are apostles and are not, and have found them liars. And you have persevered and have patience, and have laboured for my name's sake, and have not become weary. Jesus said, I know. He reminds us that he is all-powerful, everywhere, and all-knowing. He knows us better than we know ourselves. Not only does he see the outward things that we do, but he also sees our heart. That is the reason why we do what we do. In summary, the church of Ephesus had rejected evil, tested some apostles as liars, persevered with patience, laboured for Jesus and had not become weary. All this sounds great. However, Jesus reaches in love, truth and power into the depths of their hearts. Verse 4 Nevertheless, I have this against you, that you have left your first love. Though they labour, Persevere 
test the apostles and do all those good things. They labour in vain because they have lost their first love. Remember, at the beginning of this letter, Jesus said his presence is with them. His essence, his spirit is walking amongst them. Yet their intimate relationship with him has been lost. The love has not been lost by Jesus, as his love never changes. He never leaves us, is always with us, and holds us in the palm of his nail-pierced hands. The closeness of their relationship has been lost by the church themselves, not by Jesus. He is forever faithful and true, loving and kind, gracious and merciful. Instead of their relationship with Jesus having first place in their life, it is the works for Jesus that have become the priority. They have in fact replaced Jesus with their labour for him. This has become a stronghold over them, and sadly they have lost the revelation of him and the reality of his truth and love for them. They are unaware of his presence with them. As a result, they have lost their first love for others and their effectiveness of being his light and witness to the world. Yes, they have lost their first love. The original language for this word love has two meanings. One, brotherly love, affection, goodwill, love or kindness. And the second, a continual love feast. Both are intertwined. In fact, the continual love feast with the living God produces the outworking of brotherly love. Brotherly love cannot exist in itself as its root is the continual love feast with God, his love. If we forget the first thing, that is, being in continual love feast with God, then we cannot love. To know how to love, please listen to our podcast, The Secret of Success. Without the transforming power of God's love within us, good works lose their effectiveness as they become a work of the flesh. As a work of the flesh, they do not bring glory to our Father. They have no eternal value. They do not testify of Him, nor are they an effective witness of His light to the world. Jesus is saying, Remember me. As the first thing, I am the source of your life, your love, your everything. Spend time in my presence. Receive from me. Remember me. Verse 5 Remember, therefore, from where you have fallen, repent and do the first works, or else I will come to you quickly and remove your lampstand from its place, unless you repent. It is important to understand when Jesus declares he will remove their lampstand, he is not referring to their salvation or his Holy Spirit, 
as Jesus has given his spirit forever when we receive him. The lampstand, however, is symbolic of the church's light or revelation or effectiveness as shining brightly into the darkness of this world. Shining forth his truth, love and power. Taking away the candlestick is the church's light unto the world, the witness of Jesus, the power and effectiveness of their witness. Because the world sees the human works, and they are very discerning, and they don't see Jesus. They see no transformation or any difference between the light and the darkness. Jesus is stating a fact. You have forgotten your first love. You are doing church and life in your own strength. Then your light or witness of me to the world will go. Jesus, however, is still with us. He is with us eternally. But some part of the church, that is the body of Christ throughout history, has lost sight of Jesus. They cannot feel him, cannot hear him, do not spend time with him, don't have a close and intimate personal relationship with him, nor see evidence of him working in their life. There is no transformation, they have no fruit, they are spiritually dry. Therefore the world cannot see Jesus in those who say they are his. I too have been in that place. Yet Jesus is always there. He holds us in the palm of his hands and he calls us. If there is no closeness with Jesus, there is no time coming into God's presence for each and every day, then our light will be less and less to the world. There is no transformation in our hearts and minds. Therefore, as a result, no evidence of God's love. As Jesus declared in John chapter 13, verses 34 to 35. A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another, as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this all will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. When Jesus speaks, it is so. His command that we love one another as I have loved you is a declaration over every disciple. It is a promise that he fulfills if we let him. To do the first works is to be willing for Jesus to transform us in his love, truth and power. Give him time. Listen to him. Be surrendered to him. Jesus is stating a fact, that he will remove them from the place of being an effective witness of him, a light on a hill. I think back to another time when Jesus walked the earth as a man and he linked light with works. He said in Matthew chapter 5, verse 16, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. If he is not our first priority, we lose our first love. We lose our light and effectiveness as a witness to the world. We 
We, the church, have been given Jesus' power and authority, the keys to his kingdom and his spirit in a revelation of his love. Jesus brings encouragement and he urges. Let him be the first priority. Let him bring freedom, victory, and his truth, love, and power. He is saying, Let me change you. Let me feed you and pour my love on you and in you. Each day is to be a fresh infilling. I am holding you in the palm of my nail pierced hands. Even when you feel so far away from me and can't feel my love, stand in the truth that I love you. I am with you. Remember me. Remember how when you first heard about me, how you were set free with my truth. I commended you for your love and I said grow in my love. Remember how my apostle prayed and declared my truth over you that you would be rooted in my love and know how much I love you. Let me outwork in you and through you. Spend time with me in my presence each day, listening to me. Remember my love for you and who you are in me. Let all my goodness flow down upon you, in you and through you. It is from the place of hunger for me and the revelation of my love for you that you have fallen, he says to the church in Ephesus. He says you have not fallen from me, as I still hold you and carry you in the palm of my hands. He says to the church in Ephesus through his apostle, and to us today, you are accepted, chosen, appointed, redeemed and reconciled, saved, cleansed and justified, a king and a priest, a conqueror and overcomer. He says we are his beloved, adopted, forgiven and established in him, made alive, transformed, renewed and empowered, strengthened, safe and secure. He says live from a place of rest in him. Let us read what Jesus says to the church of Ephesus if they will change their mind and return to their first love. Revelation chapter 2 verse 7 He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I will give to eat from the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. Eternal life in our resurrected bodies is our future inheritance, yet we can live in the love and certainty of Jesus' promise. He is the one who gives us eternal life, and he is the source of it all in this life. Jesus promises a special closeness that will never go away. Each day, more and more, as we put him first, he does the work, intimacy with Jesus, intimacy with the Father, let that be our first priority, and he is the one who is willing to bring it to pass, and he is faithful and true, and will do this. 
Therefore, the first work is a revelation of God's love in Jesus, receiving of his love in who Jesus is, what he has done and will do. It is then as we live in his love, being surrendered to our Father's will, that the outworking of his love is to love him and to love others. This is the heart of God. This is the witness and light of the church, the revelation of God's love. That is God's unconditional, undeserved, unending love in Jesus for us. Today Jesus walks amongst us, even when we don't feel him. Yes, even when we fail him. Even when we walk away and we fail his people and we fail the lost. The Apostle Paul urged the church in Ephesus and to us today to grow in love. Jesus is saying the same. Grow in my love. Receive my love. Grow in my undeserved and unearned favour and in the knowledge of me and our Father. Be surrendered to our Father's will in every part of our life and we will be truly free. The Holy Spirit will transform us each day. The Holy Spirit will produce much fruit in us, in and through us. And the greatest of these is love. Out of his love in us, a love for God, a love for others, to the glory of our Father. We are destined to be a light shining in this dark world, pointing to Jesus, just by our very existence. Remember, Jesus says, I hold you in my right hand. I am greater than any weakness. I will never leave you nor forsake you. I am with you. Remember me. Remember my love. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for your word today. We thank you that by your Spirit, through your Son, you speak to us. We thank you that, Jesus, you hold us in your nail-pierced hands, and you are with us and amongst us and will never leave us. I pray that we will know how deep and how wide your love is for us and that we'll be able to surrender and let you fill us afresh each day with more of you and your love. And for anyone who is struggling to be able to surrender to you, your word brings encouragement and peace and says, I'm holding you tight. Thank you, Lord, that your word is so powerful and at your word it is so. We praise you, thank you, take a moment to remember your great love for us and the lost and dying world. In Jesus' name, Amen. For more information and free resources, visit our website jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered and transformed in Jesus' name.